Okay. Welcome everyone to another Fat Cats AMA. Um, we give people a few more minutes. Yeah, let's give it minutes. Anyway, yeah. While we're waiting on that, that was interesting, Mark and Bella. I think I think this is. I like Mark as I guess. I mean, on the one hand, okay, you're gonna be nice to have flipped our our board aid, but I agree with clever name on stuff like that. That you know, we're in it for the long term, so you know, don't try and outsmart some of. The but when it comes to like our mutant aid trade sniping, I mean, this is dope. I mean, this is candy. And I think the silver lining is that um, it's not all automatic, pro automatic protocol, meaning when those don't get bids, they are going to be in the same situation as like our DAO, right? Like if we get handed over the fat cats, we then decide what to do. And they would be... I mean, the, you couldn't be more stupid than to list them at the, like, come on the floor because then you will cause a cascade on all the others, unless that's what they want to do. But I don't think so, right? They're in the business of healthy loans, right? They earn transactions. They don't want to become the biggest board ape holder. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is great because people are going to default. It's going to come up for fair auction. There's going to be a lot coming up at a certain time, so we're going to get ourselves some deals. But I don't think it's going to be a cascade effect um, as big as people think it is. Because as I say, I think they're going to end up holding 50, 50 60, 100 apes and stuff. And they just wait. So that's what I'm seeing by, you know, after thanks Toll for helping us understand all this. Anyway, for all of those just joining, we were just looking into uh, the Ben Dow situation. If you want to know what we're talking about, go and have a look in the channel called uh, Blue Chips. Um, the channel called Blue Chips, you'll see I've posted a bunch of links. And basically, there's a whole bunch of apes and mutant apes uh, and other candy coming up for auction. Um, coming up for auction. And um, that's really good for us because we finally finished our protocol for trade sniping for mutant apes and volume sniping for mutant doodles and moonbirds. By the way, Bella, just funny, funny trivia, but did you notice that they have not put Moonbirds as a blue chip yet? Did you note that? Uh, I found that quite interesting. I did. I did notice that, actually. Yeah. And, and why I think that's relevant, not because we care what other people call blue chips, but it does, it might explain why we see less volume trading on Moonbirds, because people can't get as much liquidity for it, you know. So you know, that's interesting, because Pine Loans has a Moonbird pool. But, you know, if the main protocol doesn't, that itself is quite interesting. Anyway, why this is relevant, friends, why we're talking about this, because as I said, we've now finally put in place our arbitrage protocols, our trade sniping and so on. And we might just get ourselves quite lucky over here, because I think uh, even if the floor comes down, some of these traits are going to be really underpriced that, you know, that I've been looking into. Uh, and um, yeah. So we'll be following the situation closely. I don't know, maybe I shouldn't be so excited, but I am. I just, this to me is like obvious, obvious kind of stuff because it's like everyone knows that some of these things are valuable and yet if there's just too much that comes to market at once, we might find ourselves in a very lucky situation. So uh, I love crises like this sometimes. And um, yes, I will keep you all posted on what we do over there. Also, just a reminder, we have a new trade channel. Um, 
uh, called um, DAO Trades and Arbitrage um, under Blogs, News and Resources. So anything I do um, actually buy over there, I will be posting over there. And in the future, I'll be tagging, tagging all of you. All right. Um, okay, so we spoke about this at the mentors and resources, uh, mentors, researchers, and, and media meeting yesterday. But, you know, that's always kind of the brainstorming. This is the actual AMA. Um, basically, when we minted, you know, we had a certain strategy that got changed by the market. And I felt that we've been heavily in reactionary mode for the last, you know, 10 weeks, right? It's hard to believe that we're only kind of like 10, 11 weeks old, but that's the reality. Um, and now I want us to move into proactive mode. Uh, you know, I think it's very clear that we have a strong group and audience that is staying here, that is active. Uh, I think we're a lot more comfortable with the bear market than most. Uh, the health of our finances is decent. It's, you know, could be better, but it's decent. And so we can kind of sail through this phase. I also think that we as a group in Fat Cats uh, really do believe in NFT and Web3 technology. In other words, we see this as a setback, not, a, not Armageddon, uh, which is a unique situation for this market because the last bear market, there were a lot of serious people who were going, you know what, I, I don't even know if this whole ecosystem is going to survive. I don't think that is, any of us are feeling that way, right? I think yes. You know, that 99 and 1% story that we talk about whereby, you know, a lot of projects are probably going to fail. That's true. But NFTs are not going to fail as a technology. And uh, a lot of these play and earn games are starting to open, getting ready to open. They've got wall chests to finish their games. I mean, Guild of Guardians was just on WGMI this week. They're hiring more people, right? They're scaling up because they do have an enormous war chest. They're owned by Immutable. And so when you take into account those factors, I think overall, we're bullish still on NFT technology. We understand that it might be an uncomfortable few, you know, six to eight to 12 months even. So, um, yeah. And because of that, I think we can move out of reactionary mode into proactive mode. And, you know, when I look at our three pillars, right, we've got the, the value fund or mutual fund, if we want to call it that, you know, maybe hedge fund was the wrong word, but value fund and mutual fund with a focus on long-term holds, right, and arbitrage. And, you know, as, as Parker pointed out, you know, we're, we're becoming experts in certain fields, right? We, we can't do everything. We're experts in blue chips and our shortlist. For any of you who are researchers and involved over there, you'll see we've got a number of those channels now where different counselors are taking on the position of pooling together all of that research and, and mental power. If you want to get involved, you let us know, please. We'd love to get you involved. And basically, we're becoming experts on a few ecosystems, on a few projects, uh, and that is going to be our niche, right? I think, you know, when, when I look, what is our five, 10-year plan, assuming kind of, you know, HSB and some of these bigger banks don't come in, I think we want to be that gold standard, right? Like, you can trade NFTs, you can do all your things in Web3, but park some of your money with us as that long-term gold standard, as an aggregator, uh, of that 1% uh, of long-term value creation. So I think that that is kind of clear pillar number one. Pillar number two has been, you know, we've called um, the Business Lounge and Think Tank. I think we are fulfilling that very well. I think, you know, one of the beautiful things that is kind of uniquely Fat Cats now is 
this is not a depressing discord, right? So many other discords have gone silent. They're depressing. They're morbid. People feel like, you know, any day now that, you know, you know, like if the team doesn't talk for two days, it's like, oh my God, you know, we're in the middle of a soft drug, they're leaving us. We don't have that feeling over here, right? Like obviously market sentiment overall is down, but, you know, we come in over here, there's always bright faces over here. We are going to step up our effort for greeters. We're working on that. And again, if you would like to help us and volunteer to help with tickets or to be a greeter, we're going to be setting up a calendar again uh, just to, you know, because you know, a lot of people come and go, their life changes. So we need to keep updating on that and we're going to work on that. And, you know, please don't feel like if you can't make a time you said you were available for, no one's going to shout at you anything. We just kind of need you to report back and stuff. We're going to try and be productive. But we, you know, we, we've got a number of like, sometimes I get 14 messages uh, on Twitter, people saying, hey, can I get a Discord invite and stuff? So our, our Discord is actually still growing. Uh, both in activity and in you know new people coming in. Now we're going to be stepping up that effort. Uh, that is where the new media department is stepping in. I'll come back to that. So the second pillar, as I say, is the business lounge and think tank. And I want to say now the third pillar part to that is innovators and builders, right? We've called our third pillar the accelerator. I'm now going to call that third pillar um, uh, incubator and accelerator because I think all things being equal you know when we again when we were minting there were a lot of good projects over there there were a lot of uh, you know kind of outside talent there were a lot of people asking us hey do you have mentors that you can hire or, or you know project can we get involved with you I think now given this current market we should be thinking far more in terms of making sure that all the innovators builders and creators are in this discord and then empowering you empowering you with channels, empowering you with resources, empowering you with classes. You know, I've, I've wanted to do more Fat Cats Cafe for a while. You know, that's our kind of 4 p.m. slot. I just really didn't want to bring on some of these boring projects again that had like copy-paste roadmaps and stuff. I think what I'll be spending more time doing is uh, classes and, and giving you my whole story so that we can connect you and also our network, connect you to people who do contracts connect you uh, to other people who might have a similar idea because i think we can start you know literally incubating over here i think you know the biggest barrier of entry for many of you has been time or not knowing people that can do contracts at a fair price uh, or finding other people that kind of share your dream and ideas and so we really want to help builders and innovators uh, literally start up here and we're going to take a long-term approach in this right because we're not ignoring the market right you know, you, you might start churning an idea and building with people over two, three months and, and then only being ready to, to go to market, right? You know, Fat Cats, we thought we were going to mint in February. We minted in May. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think getting not only getting kind of the philosopher education juices going and the alpha juices going, I think starting to get the creator and builder juices flowing as well. So, again, three pillars, a value fund with arbitration as well we've got that i think down packed we're doing all we can over there i feel because you know any other reactionary modes can get risky we don't want to get wrecked i think we've got a strong approach over there and i think we're following that up now with quality research you know from our researchers uh, and counselors focusing on different things i think our second pillar you know um, business lounge and think tank can now also expand into um, builders and innovators and sharing our network with you and sharing more and more education and classes. And then the last part, the accelerator, I think now has to be called accelerator and incubator. 
because it's so important that we champion fat cats first, right? I, you know, you know, one other thing that I, I spoke about yesterday and spoke to the council about is, you know, when we were minting, we caught ourselves premium toilet paper because we were almost, we were boring, right? You know, you had all these mysterious high projects. We were kind of boring. So we made fun of it because you needed that boring kind of premium toilet paper. And so the assumption was that for branding re purposes, we would probably be kind of hijacking everyone else's branding stuff, right? Like, you know, buying into other projects, the mid caps, it would give us a AMA opportunity, it would give us a Twitter opportunity, blah, 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 etc. And getting integrated in games. Friends, like most of those projects are now boring, running around like headless chickens. We've actually got <laughs> solid stuff to tell people about. We might be one of the most interesting and exciting discourse in the space. I mean, how fucking ironic is that? And, you know, I hate to say the silver lining of a bear market like this, but the reality is as projects start to die, you know, we talked about in the beginning that, the, like I used to say that social capital was so valuable because, you know, there are so many active discords. Now it's the opposite. There are so many dead discords. People are looking for a home and we're going to turn into that island, I think, where people are like, you know, who's still around? Who's still building? Who's still active? Where is it not so fucking miserable that I don't want to kill myself? So I think that that is something that we have in spades. And I think instead of being kind of in the reactionary of like hijacking everyone else's interesting projects, we can now really proactively shape our message, shape our, our value proposition, tell people what we're doing. And you know, when it comes to game integration, no one cares about these indie games. That whole gaming meta is dead, right? Like no one cares about, Ninetales just reached out the other day and wanted to work with us because it's like, you guys still look like you're doing stuff. Do you know any VCs? We're trying to build. No one cares about these indie games, right? Crown Capital is going to cover us on the triple A's. The moment the triple A's start opening, we just had a governor's meeting today with Crown Capital. We're going to champion, you know, player built up guilds from the bottom up. We'll be championing guilds. So if you guys want to start earning via games, you know, we'll give you tenders. You can come and work with us, come and play with us. So you know, we don't have to worry about game integration. I'm not saying that when projects reach out to offer us whitelists, if they also offer us opportunities, we're going to, you know, snub our nose at them as some kind of like gutter cat gangs and stuff have done. No, 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 we're still interested. But we're not making that, like, we don't have to beg, right? We've got enough going on over here. We should be focusing on our own external message. Um, and, um, and when it comes to metaverse platforms as well, I think the only metaverse we're really excited about is other side. I, I mean, I hate to say this. I, I think Webiverse is cool. I just spoke to the, the team two days ago. By the way, when I'm not around over here, that's what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still having meetings with different founders and stuff because I think they're interesting. But when I looked at Webiverse or when I spoke to ETH Towers, I just don't think they're that interesting yet. Like, I love why John Carlo is excited about Webiverse from a technological point of view. And I think if you haven't heard that video, go and check it out because it's cool that they're building on an open source, but it's cool. I think, you know, when it comes to like um, interesting from Escobar, can't you bring yourself up? Let's see if we can bring you up. Hold on. Um, ah, there we go. When it comes to um, metaverse platforms, that we actually want to be involved in. I think only other side really interests us. Um, and maybe high rise, Moonbird's kind of niche 
metaverse platform. So we'll see about that. Uh, and Bella's watching Moonbirds closely for us because we are watching the news. I mean, the oddities did have a pump and maybe the Moonbirds were as well. So we're going to watch that closely. We've got that mandate now. So in short, I think our pillars are very clear. Um, what that means from an organization point of view, we're going to tighten our organization, get even more organized. I think we are very organized, but I like to compare us to Web 2 standards, not Web 3 standards, right? The fact that everyone's in their boxes winging it in Web 3, you know, doesn't mean that, you know, we can't sit in our boxes too, but use Web 2 standards, right? Like everyone is always impressed when I speak to Prism and other protocols and tell them our security stuff. They're like, wow, you guys are so organized and stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, that's what banks do. And they're like, yeah, I know, but we speak to these other DAOs and whatever, man. So, you know, we don't have to have those kind of poor standards. So we're going to up our standards and organization. We're lucky to have Serial Killer, Nadia, Bella, and, and all the kind of organization minds over here that kind of keep us flowing strong. Um, then, uh, and also everyone, go and tag Lady Lurker. It's her birthday today, and she's just wonderful. So send her lots and lots of love, please, friends. Um, so that's on the kind of organization side. We're also getting together a media effort. Uh, and what we mean by that is, um, you know, we, we, we're going to be creating all of this content, whether it's the, you know, the, the education, the OFA, um, you know, more, maybe some of the classes I do. And we, we're putting together a team um, that is going to help us make more media for our social media. Uh, in the you know and, and stuff like that we're also working on our sh on our Shopify store so the combination of the Shopify and all of the class and things we want to do will give us a lot of good content I feel for our social media and we can start to get better with that as well so in other words a, a very clear vision of what we're doing internally and a and and then turning that externally on branding because you know what what do we really want from out there right you know, yes, it would be good if our floor went up, but I think our floor going up is a byproduct of getting more and more people wanting to be part of the Fat Cats ecosystem. And we even have a cheap way of them buying in, right? If they really just want to check us out, they've got Goblin Cats. So there's no excuse. And we're very open with our kind of sharing our, our poker uh, and, and treating our Fat Cats allies politely. So I think anyone coming into our Discord you know, sees a lot going on over here and we just need to have that message. And I saw that already with the poker. When we post about the poker every week, we have tons of people messaging us to come into the Discord. So there are people looking for a home. We need to provide it to them. We need to show them that. And then the last thing I want to bring up is um, Cyril and I are going to be working on the part on the website with the factions. Uh, we're going to keep it very simple. I thought we would elaborate on it, but I think the original faction text is clean and clear. Uh, and the idea of the factions is to be the opposite of the top-down, right? One of the cool things over here is we've got our top-down really well organized, right? This council moves pretty quickly. Uh, and when, when there's good ideas like the Ulfa squad, you know, we were able to approve it, give them the tools they needed. I think what we haven't done well yet is bottom-up. You know, I talked about kind of the incubator and builders over here, but I think we haven't empowered kind of um, guilds like you know families right like when you start to have a group of this size yes we are only have a fairly small core that's active all the time but even so if we want to scale up you need to have kind of like you know when you look at like a country right you have the national identity there's a few things that people agree on and then when you look on a city level and family level that's where you know your real close connections happen 
And so I think that with our factions, we will, you know, you'll choose one faction, you'll have a cooldown period if you want to change factions. But the idea is that the factions can be bottom-up self-governing groups that can come up with ideas. And you see this probably best in um, Neo-Tokyo. Neo-Tokyo struggles with the other part. They have terrible top-down. In other words, it's very hard in Neo-Tokyo. Um, you know, Mr. Tushnik can tell you. Um, it's very hard for them to get Alex Becker or the founders really to help with anything over there. But uh, they, they've got the branding in spades, right? Every time Alex Becker speaks, Neo-Tokyo's price goes up. That's great. But from the bottom-up part, you've got a lot of individual citizens over there who are creating guilds that are awesome. And I think we can kind of do that as well. I think our factions can be an experiment with that. Again, this is an experiment. Let's play around with it. Let's see how it goes. But I think there are so many of you who are leaders, thinkers, creators, builders, or people that just want to offer something, whether it be a Zen session or classes and stuff. And so I want to try and see what happens when we kind of give you guys a lot um, of this network and tools and availability and channels and see what, what goes on with it. So that's where we're at. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. I was pretty down about ETH pumping so high. I mean, I, I'm even embarrassed to say that it annoys me. But, you know, crypto being so high really did dampen my spirits because it was like, oh God, not yet, not yet, not yet. This, it's not time yet. This rally is going to wreck NFTs. And, um, you know, yeah, but I'm, I'm feeling like this is our time to shine. Uh, because our, we've got such a clear message when so many others have nothing to say, no money, uh, don't know what they're doing, can't keep minting, and are kind of silently leaving the building. Um, so, yeah. Okay, so those are the main points. Bella, Parker, Escobar, did I, did I forget anything? Did I... If not, let's take some questions. Um yeah you hear me yeah yeah no it sounds pretty good um you know it's uh we have been just trying to move in the direction where we feel like the project uh needs to be and, and needs to go and uh it's been it's been pretty good um at least on the governance team and yeah i don't know i'm pretty i'm pretty excited about it Okay, um, Pearl says, check if you haven't disabled developer mode. Ah, ah, service set, ah, you're right, you're right, it may have reset, thank you. Where is developer mode? Um, how do you do developer mode? Anyone know? Who's developer mode? Okay, Paul, you let me know afterwards, okay? Advancing. All right, I'll have a look there afterwards. Um, the Stizzler asks, when can Fat Cat holders expect any kind of ROI besides for raffles and whitelists? Um, not likely soon, my friend. Not likely soon. I think, let's be frank. I mean, you know, at any time we could vote to liquidate this whole DAO. But, I mean, we are a, a product of the market, right? You know, I, I think... Uh, most of us genuinely understood that it would be long term. I don't think we you know, thought the market would be this catastrophic. But at the same time, we minted when ETH was 1900 bucks, right? Like we knew we were dancing through the gates of Mordor. 
so yeah, I think I, I really think getting the message that we should be where you park for your long-term well-being, i.e., we are not going to zero because the assets we hold are not going to zero. I think that is the messaging. But ROI, I mean, no one's even asked for a vote on 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 distributing profits because there <laughs> there isn't any yet. Uh, so yeah, I think that's uh, that's the honest truth at at where things are. Thanks everyone for for updating me on that. Uh, feel free, everyone, to raise your hands if you want to ask a question. Um, Daydream, as always, did you say we're looking at high-rise metaverse? Yes. In other words, um, what I was trying to say is when it comes to metaverse platforms, there are so many opening. But I think the only ones that really unite us that we're really interested in in our other side and um, our other side and potentially high-rise. In other words... Uh, when you look at what's out there, those are the ones that really look like they've got a lot of bells and whistles, look like quality games, look like things that could get mass adoption, are created by teams that, you know, everyone wants to be part of. So, yeah, other side has me genuinely excited. Whereas when we were opening, you know, there was Sandbox and all of these things, and, you know, they, none of them were that exciting to me. And, uh, yeah, you know, if you want to hear us rip on Sandbox, go and listen to my chat yesterday with Gronk and, and Brett because uh, we reveal some of the back-end nonsense that goes on over there. But, yeah, terrible customer service. Okay, new to it all has raised his hand. How do I bring him up now? Low request from everyone, yes. But how do I actually approve it? Um... How did you approve that, by the way, Bella? Because I, I can't, I just see allow requests from everyone, but I don't actually see the ability for me to accept. I, I just clicked on the hand in the corner and then it automatically brought him up. Ah, okay. It didn't, it didn't even give me an option to click or not click on anything. Okay. And then once it comes up on mine, it gives me an option to accept it. So then that, that sort of, I have to do my part too. Now, what does it mean at the top? Streamer um, mode is enabled. Stay safe, friend. What do they mean by streamer mode is enabled? Anyone know? What's the question? It says at the top of my screen, streamer mode is enabled. Stay safe, friend. You probably have streamer mode um, set up on your... I forgot what it does, but it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't matter to what we're doing. Okay, fine. I'm recording on my side of the computer exactly. Okay. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Okay, new to it all. What's up, friend? Hey, just making sure you can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. Yep. Yep. Fantastic. Um, so I just had a question regarding uh, the catnip um, and sort of like the future plans with that, uh, the raffles, um, the the store. It just, um, uh, to be honest, from my perspective, I'm not feeling like I should be active with it. Uh, it's not worth my time because there's not as many opportunities as there once were. And when they do pop up, it's, you know, one or five or something like that, and they're sold out before you even notice. Is there sort of plans to go through and change the way that's done to, you know, maybe more of a, a raffle system where you have to buy a raffle ticket with your catnip and or just other uses for it? So good question. We actually have moved, the reason why you're seeing so few in the marketplace is because we actually are putting most of them on raffle now. 
In other words, most people were feeling like they didn't want to spend their catnip on some of these degen plays, and we're getting bigger allocations. So if you have a look, you'll see that, that the high, high numbers are going on the raffles. Like, for example, we just had a raffle with 100. And what we're doing to make it fair, because again, it doesn't matter if we devalue catnip, right? The matter is that, you, that the whitelist spots get in the right hands. We have, thankfully, we're beta testing for Alphabot the ability to use, uh, to weight rolls. So the way we're doing it is we're giving one, one, um, one entry for Goblin Cats, three entries for Fat Cats, and then an additional entry for every other one of the, the special Fat Cat rolls you have, right? So if you have like 40 Fat Cats, you some, I think you end up getting like 12 entries or something, right? So that is how we're weighting it. Um, and, and for those who are saying why Goblin Cats, well, because the Goblin Cats do actually end up getting us extra spots, by the way. Uh, because we, when we talk to the teams, we told them we've also got active Goblin Cats over here. And remember, to those teams, they don't care, like for Freemans, they don't care the difference between Goblin Cats and Fat Cats. They care about overall numbers. Uh, so FYI, that is, uh, that is why. But also, yeah, you know, yes. So it waits quite nicely now. So we, uh, we haven't made an announcement I'd about like it. Idea. But let me, let me just show you how it waits. Just one second. I will yeah, be because that also takes off some of the pressure of, you know, if you're busy and such, exactly. you're not going to get there to, to exactly. do the most efficient claim on the catnip and so exactly. on. So, exactly. yeah, exactly. but still the waiting. Mm. Yeah, in other words, when, look, when the market comes back to, to very valuable, you know, projects, we will wait a lot back more to the marketplace. But right now, especially with these mostly being degen plays, shots in the dark, if you will, right? Most people just don't care. But this is how we're waiting it, by the way. Um, I will I will be make, putting this in a post, uh, but for those who are, since you're already asking for the AMA, this is how we're weighting it. So these are the amount of entries you get in Fat Cat. You see it in Cafe, cafe Text Chat? New to it all, do you see? New to it all, I can't hear you. I don't know. Can anyone yet new to it all? Oh, okay. He rubbed. Um, yeah. So those cool. are those are all the entries over there. Okay. Cool. Um, do we have any other questions? Well, Big Ben should be up here. He usually talks a lot. <laughs> he's, he's busy. He's a, he's he's a project founder now. He's busy. He's busy. Anyway. Busy. Yeah. Um, okay, cafe text chat. Oh, no problem, my friend. Okay. Um, all right. So yeah. So to summarize again. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Escobar. Big Ben raised his hand. <laughs> See, I knew it. Hey, brother. Bliss. Good. Well, I'm never too busy for fat cats. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's not get it. Second of all, yes, I'm working on a project, and you guys are all welcome. Whoever didn't get a whitelist, I'm going to make sure you guys get <laughs> That's why you jumped that's, up that's now. That's how you work as a founder now, Esco. You know that. You've got to do the shameless, the shameless plug. Yeah. Shameless plug. I, did, I actually didn't plug the project. I just said I'm going to Of course. I know. You did it, you did oh, yeah. it with fat yeah. cat grace. You did it politely. That's, called, that's called a soft shill. Yeah. That's how Gordon that's got it there. I'm learning the game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's how Gordon got it there. 
Yeah. How, how are you guys doing? We're doing good. good. We're doing good. So, so you know, in, in, in short, friends, to summarize, I think our pillars are clear between the fund, the business lounge and think tank, which is now also kind of focused on builders and creators, I think. Uh, and then the accelerated expanding to the incubator, because I think who better to build things than all of you and, and other people that we attract to actually be part of this community. Uh, just as a side point in the background, we are talking to a few groups like uh, Rugpool Finder and stuff about sharing our Order of the Golden Claw. In other words, you know, we, we want excellence over here. We, we're happy to work with other communities to do so. So we are talking to them. Um, secondly, we've got a lot of great top-down stuff with squads. We've got a new media squad. The research squad has been amped up to focus on specifically on the blue chips and stuff so that we can become experts in, in what we do. We're also going to be pushing forward the factions now, uh, aka a bottom-up approach. We want like inner families within Fat Cats to form, um, and then we will take all of this intel and classes that we'll be doing here and create a much stronger media push, including in that you know with our Shopify we can do a lot of Instagram posts and things like that. Uh, and then there are some you know tweakings that we go along the way, which I'm so glad that New to it all brought up, which is that a lot of people who are involved with the Wikus kind of stuff still, really most of these things are still degen plays. And so it's much easier both from an admin point of view, but also from a, you know, just getting it in the hands of all of you to do raffles for the big allocations. And we're gonna be waiting the, the raffles because thankfully we're beta testing for Alphabot. And so they've allowed us now to, to, to wait entries based on roles. So here we go. You know. That's how we're going to be doing it. So, yeah, that will all be in an announcement and also in the newsletter. And yeah, that's where we're up to, guys. So I, I did have a question for you. Great. Um, I I did come in just a little bit late, so if you did answer this, I apologize. But um, I was just doing some rough math, mm. and based on based on our secondary sales, we've generated about thirty ETH since our inception. Yes. So I was trying to see what we kind of had in store for that. Are the specific blue chips that we're targeting? I, I, I heard you mention that there's going to be stuff going up for sale oh, on yes, that site. Sure. I was sure. I was checking it out. Sure. So uh, how does how does how does that work out? Can we put multiple bids in? Yes, so great. So I'm, so I'm glad you brought that up. So for those who don't know, our core fund includes a board ape, a mutant ape, a other side deed, um, a token pass, a crypto punk, and a few other things. That's our kind of long-term fund. We do have the mutant ape over there if we ever need to kind of balance our books. But what we were taking two weeks to vote on and what we finally got all our protocols sorted is our arbitrage and sniping plays right we've got two different kinds of plays in the works we've got trade sniping on mutant ape which is trade sniping of underpriced valuable traits right like some traits have much higher flaws especially if you go and look in the m2s in other words for those who don't know mutant ape is a twenty thousand collection there are uh, nine legendaries uh, so those are the m3s oh no sorry 13 13 yeah 13 m3s but there are only 25% of the collection are M2 serums. Uh, they tend to look much cooler and they tend to have much higher flaws. And sometimes they are heavily mispriced. 
uh, I made a good amount of money trading those myself. And so I wanted to bring that over here because I, you know, in, in crises, there are still people who are buying mutant apes as a profile flex. If you're building a project, if you're entering Web3, it still has a lot of volume and a lot of interest. Um, and so that is the one strategy. And the other strategy is volume plays in Doodles, Moonbirds, Mutant Ape, and, and um, Onex. And those are floor things, right? Like if news happens, so this is why, for example, Bele is heavily watching Moonbirds. When we start to see a little bit of movement over there, hopefully just before their announcement comes out, we can kind of, you know, ride that wave and do a quick flip. So that is where we've allocated 65 ETH to the trader wallet with the allowance to go all the way to 80 ETH. So that is what we're kind of focusing on. Nice. And, uh, and, how about, and how one about second, quick ben, One second, and, and on that point, if everyone goes now to the blue chip channel, you will see what we're really following heavily this week is there is a protocol called Bendal um, that has a vast amount. How many Bella? I think it's something like overall, like how many mutants and, and board apes? Um, um, there was a number, I think yesterday, it was around 500 altogether cool. that are yeah, wow. coming. Actually, let's post, I forgot about this. I'm gonna add this over here. I'm gonna post it as well to the blue chip. Everyone swing down to the blue chip channel, I'll add this because actually this is where you can see the numbers. One second. Okay. Um, under blue chips, I'm gonna add the link to June. And there you can see all of the, how many. So they have um, 305 mutant apes and 270 bored apes. That's a lot. So these, the way it works over there at Bendao is basically you can take a loan for between 30 and 40%. So 30% in the case of mutant apes, 40% in the case of bored apes of the floor price okay and then if it falls to a ratio of under one right so if you go and have a look um you'll see like here i'll show you what it looks like a ratio of under one then it triggers a event where you've got 48 hours to come and um come and pay and if someone has already put a bid then there's a penalty that penalty bella by the way just happens even if it just falls to that like how do you avoid that penalty, by the way, if it falls to the one? You just have to pay that penalty no matter what? If it falls you just have to pay it before it fell below. Once it falls below, as soon as someone bids on it, you have to pay that penalty. Uh -huh. Okay. So there's, the penalty is an incentive for uh, people to bid, I guess. Um, so, so, oh, so you're supposed to be watching your health and pay it off before, right? That's what they expect from you, I guess, yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I don't know is when, so when it, if it gets released and it's not under that like 48 hour holds, right? Like the ones that actually go for sale, is that, is this the floor amount, like the, the minimum bid amount the same or is it lower if there was no initial bid? Do you get what I'm saying? Say, say that again, sorry. Is the initial bid price, right? Like that, that bid fee, right? And like, you know how when you clicked on it, like it showed you. Yes exactly what your minimum bid was does that is that minimum bid still the same 
if it goes to auction after that 48 hours. I think so, because that minimum, because that minimum bid is a factor of, it's calculating live, it's a factor of the floor uh, and the debt. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, it's, in other words, it's, it's, it's the bigger of the two factors, either the floor or the debt, that's how it works. Minus, minus that, um, yeah, so, yeah. Because again, even if it goes to auction, the borrower still has 48 hours to redeem. Right? Anyway, so to answer your question, Ben, we're watching that closely because there's some really cool traits that are coming up that were on my shortlist anyway. So instead of me going putting offers on the collection, although I still might go and put offers out, Bella, because I think people, you know, the, the people sell the depression, right? Like I think there'll be people shitting themselves who bought some of these yep. things as investments who will be like, oh my God, oh my God, let me quickly accept an offer before, before hell breaks. Now, and people are trying to generate liquidity right now. Not yes. many people have liquidity, so they're trying to get as much liquid asset as possible because um, they're all fearful of the market. But that fear can be our gain. Yes. We can capitalize on their fear. Yes, and and the silver lining of it, you know, when when I heard the whole kind of bend down thing, I was like, I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm not as worried about this. And now having looked into the to the protocols, the good news is is you know people always will centralize governance. There's a silver lining over here in Bend Down. The silver lining is that if no one, firstly, they, it's, they don't start the auction at zero, okay? They, they, they start it at floor, right? So it doesn't, sorry, floor or, or, or higher, right? Like whichever's higher, either the debt amount or the floor price. So it's, it's, pretty, it's a pretty high bid to start with, right? Like if you were to bid on the board ape that's just come up right now, you would have to bid, um, you would have to pay 67 ETH would have to be your initial bid, right? That, that's not so low, right? Like it's not a fire sale, okay? Secondly, if no one bids, then it goes to their pool and they don't, I mean, they're not short of money, right? This was a protocol that pulled money from everyone. So they're not short of money. So they, will, they won't put it up for auction immediately. They, they're going to end up holding 40, 50 apes, I think. And they would be stupid to put that all on auction immediately, they even talk about it as a kind of a short-term loss, because if they were to put that up immediately, they would literally cause a, the cascade that they're trying to avoid, right? Like they would be the one triggering all the health effects. So they, it, what I think, I think the, the fear is far worse than the reality because they, don't, they are not Celsius, right? They don't have their own debts, right? They can afford to end up holding the apes because the money was taken from community. People pulled assets together. So as long as their governance um, doesn't stupidly go and list all of them, there's, there's really no reason that the market will be flooded. But I think people will perceive it will be, and so that's why I'm kind of excited. When you use that uh, website, can you refine the uh, uh, the items that are available? Because it's like sure. kind of prioritized to the like more higher end blue chips. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. First, it's only blue. Chip. We're only looking. I'm only looking at the board apes and the moon and and the mutant apes. In fact, I'm only looking at the mutant apes. And within the mutant apes, there's certain traits I'm looking for. So, I'm I'm refining it quickly. For example, there's one coming up that is is with horns. But I'll, I'll show you. Mm -hmm. This one is one that we're in uh because uh yeah this this one is you know i'll show you like like this i'm, I'm gladly going to put a bid in at about 15 50, up to 15.5 eth um now someone's going to go and front run me okay <laughs> <laughs> but um whatever you know we've got to trust each other friends so 
let me see where's cafe voice text yeah this one is one that i'm watching Is that because the flaw on that trait, 25 ETH, and you know, recent ones sold for around 20. So, yeah, even with royalties and stuff, you know, we would get out, you know, even if we sold on OpenSea, we'd get, you know, 18.5 kind of thing. I wonder though, Bella, you, you know, <laughs> if people are nasty, they'll go and tell OpenSea it was stolen from them. You know? People are pigs. But, um, <laughs> but you can have to file a police report at this point. Correct, correct. Right, but then we'd still be stuck with a ping for seven days, you know, assholes. Anyway, it is what it is. But thankfully, thankfully, the really cool thing over here, Ben, is that they don't, they loan you on the floor price, right? So none of these rarer mm -hmm. traits got any special dispensation. And if these people, you know, why would people default? Well, because people might have just lost all their money, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, so, yeah. No, I completely get it. And that's uh, that's that's just the nature of, of business. That's so. why richer get richer during recessions. Yep, yep. That's, that's why I'm trying to get as much liquidity as possible right now to make some, uh, you know, because now's the time to buy. Um, a lot of people are running, and I'm like, what? Why are you running? <laughs> this is this is like the pro we're we're in prime position. Sure, but I don't think we're at I don't think we're at the absolute low yet. I think we do have to be honest that I don't think we're at the absolute. things could get. We, we could we could see lower still we could see we could we could see a 50 eth board ape we could we could we could that, but that's okay though that's, of because that's okay. that's sure. that's, a, that's a natural a natural reset and it gives us uh, a uh, it flushes out the market and creates a new uh uh, buying more buying pressure to come back in and reestablish re new highs absolutely and i was speaking to a bunch of influencers while speaking to bento and kosher and stuff and i said to them you know guys this is different market because you've all got money and they said, what do you mean i said well all of you i mean from the like when the last bear market happened you were all nobodies with no money how many of you are rich now right like like you know i mean call him out but he's a public figure i mean kosher is sitting on you know at least two hundred sixty thousand dollars worth of usdc i said well why aren't you buying this because i don't think it's low enough yet but i mean like there are we've got money right there's a lot more wealthy smart investors from champs to you know to hussein all of them who are sitting on big bags of money uh that can you know can be buying back and they do believe in this technology so yeah, you know, I just, I don't get the sentiment that this is the end of the world at all. I just think it's going to be very uncomfortable for people who are FOMOing into things and trading funny. And it's just the nature of the beast, unfortunately. Ben, did that answer your question or do you want to add anything? Yeah, yeah, it did. Okay. Um, I, 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 I kind of see the direction we're going. I, I, I was, uh, I guess, kind of curious if there's anything maybe below 10 ETH that we're targeting. I know that there's a lot of projects that have fallen down to the 7 ETH range, like the Azukis and uh, some uh, Clonex, I think, might have dropped off to that level too. Yes, Clonex, uh, th Clonex, are... Doodles, um, Clonex, Doodles, Moonbirds, and Mutant Apes fulfill our criteria, but only in volume plays. Right. Because we don't, we don't want to get stuck with them. Azuki, so you're you're yeah. you're following the buy the buy pressure and, yes, and then exactly. um, I got you. Exactly. Okay. For example, Moonbirds is is something we're watching very closely 
because we're waiting to see if, if as we get closer to the 30th if we start to see what i want to see from moonbirds you know we were talking about this yesterday in council all i want to see from moonbirds is that it's not the same like story again as like creeps whereby it's just the people that already believed in the project buying more right you need you need like like with 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 oddities you see new you see new wallets coming in right i want to see some new wallets coming in uh, to the moonbirds play um yeah there's some they're, they're taking some offers right now at 12 ETH. yeah yeah but i want to see i want to see a bit of you know moonbirds generally doesn't have a lot of volume by the way we we realized something when we were looking at you know these big protocols because bendow is the, probably the biggest Moonbirds doesn't have as many liquidity pools, which means people have not been getting money for them, right? Like one of the reasons why you see a lot of volume in, Moonbird, in, in mutant apes and board apes is because people can equitize it, right? They can take loans and continue doing their thing. Whereas if you tie mm -hmm. your money up in Moonbirds, you tied your money up in Moonbirds. Um, so Right. It doesn't give you an easy uh, exit. I understand. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Uh, although Moonbirds also has nesting, which is interesting because you can't, I don't think you can nest if you loan it out. Like they've still, they've made it available for you to be able to still flex the profile pick and a few things, right, Bella? Like they've, they, they go at length at how you still get the drops and things or something. Um, even if you use the bend down, right? Like I think you still get benefits, but you don't, but with Moonbirds, you wouldn't be able to nest because it does transfer over to another wallet, right? So that's interesting but yeah we're watching that closely doodles also has doodles 2 coming soon we're expecting an announcement from them um something that i did add to our shortlist to watch is pudgy penguins i mean they nailed it this week like you know that the founder the person who bought over the project is a successful toy creator in his own right so um i am i am watching that a bit more um how do I bring up Dr. T? Wait, don't bring up Dr. T. I want to see if I can bring up Dr. T because I don't know why. Invite to speak. Okay. There we go. Well, finally, it worked. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, also, by the way, before I forget everyone, I just got off a call with Prism. Prism is going to work out an airdrop for us as well. What they will allow is um, it will allow for all of you to create like little DAOs if you want to do trading pools, right? So if some of you want to pull money together to do some degen plays um prism we, we we're going to get you access to prism so you can do that you know because we've talked i've talked at length like you know you know just because we're we're being conservative doesn't mean all of you should be i want to empower you as, with as many tools because as i say if you're spending your time over here you're giving us your social capital we want to give you whatever we can uh, and so yeah you know i just helped i just helped prism answer a lot of questions on some things uh, and they're gonna they're gonna reciprocate. So yeah. Um, where did where did where did Doctor T go? Oh no. Doctor T. Doctor T. He went back down. Let's, let's pull it back up. Maybe you don't want to be back up. Okay. Oh, there he is. What up, Doctor T? Yo, yo, what's up? Sorry, I was trying to put it on speaker. I guess there's no speaker button anymore, so I ended up dropping down. Mm-hmm. So, how's life? How's everything? Sorry, I'm late. Good, good. How are you, sir? So we've been we've been taking a bit of a deep dive into Ben Dow. This is the most exciting news. I mean, I'm a terrible person, people. Just accept it. I'm a terrible person. But when I see stuff like this, this gets me excited. I don't know. This is where my value investor spidey senses go off. And but yeah, I'm other people's suffering is is going to be our gain. 
just is, you know. And look, you don't have to feel bad, friends. You know, somebody was going to make the money. It may as well be us and not, and not, um, and not Big Matchy or uh, <laughs> or Franklin or something. So you know, we're good people. <laughs> but, but yes, but we've been looking into this Ben Dow stuff and so much nice candy coming up for auction. Hmm. All right, I gotta look into that one. Yeah. Uh, candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker. <laughs> What's on your radar, uh, Dr. T? Like, is there anything uh, you're looking at, like, long-term, short-term, today? Um, honestly, just uh, with everything the way it's going, I've been focusing on the Alpha Squad, just trying to get whitelist, uh, letting these guys do the research for the most part. Uh, I got a, physically, I got a nice little setup, um, as far as the monitors go, just for trading overall. So, uh, just a little update on that. Aside from three regular monitors, I got a... One hell of a deal at Costco with the OLED from LG, oh, awesome. and I use that as a fourth monitor. So now I have four Dgen mints on one screen, and just constantly streaming. Oh, that reminds me—we're going to make a master calendar as well. So, uh, Doctor T, you know, I know you and Sergey are doing classes. We, we're going to make a master calendar for that instead of this events calendar. I don't like it. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, definitely. That definitely. way we can start having like pinging out, you know, classes and things because I think we, you know, let's let's. Revamp, re revamp that up right like you know brett said it so well to us at in a wgmi meeting um you know even though kind of markets may be down education doesn't care about markets right like education is timeless and if, exactly, and if exactly. you want to make money in a market it's all the more so right like when when it's a bull market you can literally throw shit at the wall and everything's going to stick right like everything went up but in a market mm -hmm. like this I'm still making money. You're still making money, right? Like I still made a few decent plays over the last two weeks, but you can also get, you know, quite easily wrecked. And also if you need liquidity, I mean like, look, my table lands aren't doing so well. I'm still bullish in the project, but if you needed liquidity, you know, those are the kinds of situations that other people should know how to not get out into, right? You know, we need to be talking more about stop losses, right? And, you know, I don't feel that's the case for our Dow, but, you know, if you're a trader, you've got to understand what the dark side looks like as much as the upside looks like. And so I think we need to up some of that education and you're great at that. And, you know, Parker, you're great at that. And we've got MC over here always telling us how the sky's falling and he's often right. So yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, education-wise, uh, trading charts, everything, um, with the proper schedule, you know, as long as I know when to be where, I'm more than happy to do it. Exactly. That's never an issue, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Now we're gonna make a calendar that we'll all be able to edit, and then you can kind of, you know, so I will block off the 4 p.m. slot and a few other slots, but then we'll have, okay. you know, you, everyone who's a mentor uh, will be able to kind of get access to that calendar and just and put their times over there. Sounds good. Perfect. Awesome, awesome. Alfred, what else? Oh, yeah, what's up, Dr. T? Nothing. What else is going on? So I know a lot of people probably question about the floor price. Just we're di dipping ridiculously. What did I miss in regards to that? No, there's, 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 no, there's no news. I mean, you know, our, we're an aggregate okay. of the stuff we own. And um, mm -hmm. there's, there's just, let's face it. I mean, other than, you know, if we want to deal with our floor price, we need to, you know, get our media right, get our branding right, and attract people, right? Because... There is no reason for our floor price to be up right now, right? People need liquidity. People want money. People yeah. said so. And so I don't, I'm not taking it personally. I'm not checking our floor every day. It, it's not bothering yeah. me. I know it's bothering some, but honestly, guys, you know, we, we minted into a crisis. Uh, and I think we're mm -hmm. handling it very well. 
Okay, okay. No, I actually had no idea until a few days ago when I happened to check it, right? So then I was just kind of curious and wondering how everything's going. Yeah, well, uh, the, the fact that we bought a board ape at 86 ETH and the floor on board ape's like 72 justifies... That's probably, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Although, to be fair, our crypto, our crypto punk is doing nicely. Oh, we're still in the green, you know. So... Doors, uh, what's our take currently as far as Yuga and Board Ape? Does anything change, or we're still quite bullish? No, I, I, I think, I think honestly, if more than anything, they've got the actual war chest, and they doubled down yeah. as a formal company, and they've signed on with a lot of providers and stuff. I mean, they're they're in this for the long haul, and they seem the founders, you know, were recently on AMAs and stuff. They they were in happy good spirits, man, and you know, despite everything, Board Ape Yacht Club, Yuga Labs, Twitter has passed a million a million people now, so. You know, if anything, a market like this pushes people to where the value is at. So people are following CryptoPunks and Bored Ape religiously. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. No, as far as like day to day, I mean, like all, everything's all about whitelist at the moment. Yeah. And, Unfortunately, and, but it is what it is. And we've been doing a great job, you know, between the squad and the actual collabs. So yeah. I feel like just getting that simple word out there, you know? Yeah. And now we're able to wait. We're now able to wait raffles, which is what we were mentioning mm -hmm. before. Yeah, exactly. That really balances and brings it to a fairness, you know, that we didn't have before. The fact that our catnip is useless, so what? Right? Catnip was a currency that was meant for whitelist. If we can get you the whitelist like in that. another way that's more efficient, that's all that matters, right? The cool thing about the catnip, and we talked about this because we talked about getting like a marketplace, you know, wireless marketplace, you know, where people, you know, they skip past the Discord and they don't, you know, they go, they go uh, do the wireless raffle you know, on the, um, on the marketplace that it really kind of pulled people back into the, the discord every day so they could claim their um their stuff so yeah I, that, that was the biggest thing yeah yeah and i i, I mean there's, there's obviously time to evolve from that but i think i really think i really find that very valuable especially i mean we because we, we made that decision to keep the catnip model um fairly early on because of when everyone else was doing wireless marketplaces and it just to me like it just you know, it's there's something. I, I still about think it's great. You know, nothing's changed yeah, on that, yeah. other than the fact and, that uh, and, and, there's and, different ways to get whitelist now. So we're all stocked up with catnip, you yeah, know, and, so got devalued a little bit. And, but and we still I think it'd be amazing and, if we had some other use for it, though. And we do post yeah. the raffles over here, Escobar, right? Like they still have to check in for the raffles. It's all I mean yeah. is that we're that that we're hearing the community that with the degen plays, people don't want to spend their like they don't know if they want to spend their catnip. They'd rather take a chance in a raffle, right? That was the response when we moved into the the Freeman meta. I'm not downplaying, um, you know, trying to have oh, uses yeah. for things. I just mean that we're listening to the community and how people want to get the wider spots kind of thing. Let's go. So, yeah, where I really believe we're undervalued is just the whitelist alone, right? Like if you uh, buy a fat cat and you have an opportunity to get in the sheer number of whitelists that we're getting, uh, there's other communities out there that cost a lot more. Yeah. And that's pretty much their main fault. Like, you know, I love deep end research. I'm still there every day trying to get my whitelist. But they're not really getting too many more than us, you know? Yeah. They're not getting good I, ones. I just feel like we just got to get this fun. word out more or less and yeah. maybe put a little bit into the marketing of the fact that we are now a whitelist community there at there the moment. Good, there are some good collab managers out there that are doing or, or uh, alpha communities um, that are doing a really good job on getting some, you know, yeah. really good projects. But I don't think, I mean, it's it's very, very difficult to come by. You got to have some really deep connections. No, DM, deep end's awesome because, you know, like the sheer number they get for each project is amazing. You know, like you clearly tell that's pretty much their primary focus. But when you look at the overall number of raffles, av raffles available, some days, we, most days actually, we have more raffles available. 
yeah. which is um that's you know that's just kind of where the value is at at the moment yeah. right no yeah. one wants to, everyone wants to be a little more conservative no one wants to mint unless it's worth minting and the only mm -hmm. way it's worth minting is if you actually have a whitelist first so yeah and and, and what you missed you know? a bit before is you know if 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 anywhere we're weakest is is on our branding and external message and so that's what what we were speaking about yesterday in our research meeting is that we're going to be upping we've got a new media squad and we're going to be working very hard to clarify to everyone what our branding message is right like when we were first minting we were joking premium toilet paper because we were like the least exciting now we're literally probably one of the most exciting discords out there because we're happy we're busy we've got education we've got white a, a yes. robust marketplace we've got alpha callers i mean we've, we're literally one of the few living breathing places i mean not to talk down deep end research in other places but some of them are in serious financial trouble too they they don't even have mm -hmm. you know i don't know how long they're going to continue for so you know these things are going to start give us one or two more months in a market like this and you're yeah. going to see discords mm -hmm. just dropping off yeah exactly exactly and then there's only going to be so many left and i mean just the way i see it it's just one hell of an opportunity to buy fat cats you know yeah because I'm like, I'm trying to find a reason not to, and I'm not getting one, you know, so I feel like I'm just going to try to, I wouldn't even call it dollar cost averaging because everything's right around mint price, but I think it's a great time to stock up. If, if we still believe in Yuga Labs, nothing's changed on the main front. Yeah, and, 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 um, and, yeah. and I think now we finally have our first opportunity to actually test our arbitrage stuff because I think these trade sniping on Mutant Ape, given this situation with Dow is going to be beautiful for us. Um, and, mm -hmm. then, and then I also think um the we, we we're studying pseudo swap more i really need to i'm, I'm trying to understand that more well, i'll tell you where i'm trying to stand friends by the way is you know the whole royalty question obviously we're looking in closely we're not making a decision on yet but we're looking into you know how things are going to shift based on the royalty situation with pseudo swap obviously it's going to affect the freeman meta i mean i think that's obvious everyone should be aware of that the question is how fast right because for those who are not familiar pseudo swap is basically Done away with royalties right they're taking a fee but there's no royalties i am talking to x to y2 and bubble world about royalties based on profits right because i think people will be much happier to pay kind of a tip um but yeah this is drastically going to change things and then the other aspect of pseudoswap is they've created this new con basically liquidity pools right like what you used to with sushi swap and uniswap pseudoswap has now got this breakthrough technology of liquidity pools and i need to, i'm still assessing the risk but there is a chance, you know, we will look into creating a fat cat's liquidity pool uh, because why not, right? If it makes sense. But I'm still trying to understand uh, the liquidity risks over there. Um, and uh, yeah, but we, we, we are looking into that. Awesome. Um, Alpha DJ, cool. how are you, sir? Alpha DJ? Ping, ping, ping. GM, GM. I don't Barely one, two. I don't think he realizes he's <laughs> muted. Barely? Well, no, sorry about that. <laughs> I was, sorry about that. I was trying to finish up another call. I just wanted to jump in there and say, talking about um, uh, arbitrage. Yes. Um, about two days, a couple of days ago, the guy uh, who has like 60 board eight, Franklin, he was, uh, he was in a space and he was listing a bunch of apes. And so they were having a space, and it he was just um, discussing was would it would it affect the board ape ecosystem that he's selling so many apes, 
but turns out it, it actually looked like he was actually doing arbitrage himself. Of course. He's, so he's now, it's you like you were saying, he, he, he has no issue. He, he, he has no issue sending he, he, him and George Soros should get married. I mean, he has no issue sending board apes to 50 ETH them all up again. I promise you, the guy has no yes. moral compass. And when he got himself yeah. caught in the mess with the 100 ETH thing, he laughed at himself, okay? I, I would love everyone to go and deep dive into his wallets. I bet you he's sitting on, you know, despite taking a 10,000 ETH loan on all of his board apes, I bet you he's sitting on, on piles of cash and he has no problem buying it back. You know, it reminds me, friends, uh, I, 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 one of my best friends when I was in school, uh, you know, turned out kind of his father was a billionaire. I didn't know at the time. I went to stare at him in this like massive estate in New York. And, um, and um, you can look him up. His name's um, 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 uh, uh, Lighthouse Group, the Lighthouse Group. And basically they had like uh, in 2009, they, all their loans defaulted, right? With subprime, uh, $2 billion worth of loans. And he let them default. And then when they put it up for auction, he knew there was no one with enough liquidity. So he went and bought back all of his bags for like under a billion. So yeah. people do this, man. I mean, they, you know, it's how it goes. Yeah, and that's why I just wanted to say that that's when you said, hey, man, if, it might as well be us. Look at that. If he's going to do that to his own project, then it might as well be us to do it to whatever project that, that it uh, presents itself from. Yeah, except that, except that I just want to keep reminding you all that, you know, we used to use that nice term mid caps. Many of those mid caps are going to go bankrupt, right? Like, you know, there's cheap and there's and there's dangerous, right? You know, to me, a board ape is. We believe in the technology long term. Like we believe this is this one of the survivors. The question is, you know, just a matter of price and how long will it take to get to that thousand ETH or nine hundred ETH or whatever. So many of these mid tier projects. I, I don't know if Cool Cats is going to make it. I don't know. Like I, I don't know if there's viability over there, right? Like. You know what what you know who says you know who says it's it's cheap right like you know um brett malinovsky is convinced that many of these projects that people think are og are, are still overpriced right like, because there's no real value to them right they're, they're not enough not famous enough to be archaeological art and they haven't really fulfilled their dream of a mixed media empire so what the hell are they other than you know a minor collectible right Yeah. Well, it's all about the community. Community. Well, they, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I can, I can spend forty grand just to be part of this community. Community. <laughs> You're forgetting about the socks and the fanny packs. Come on. Yeah. Oh, they sell them. No, but it's part of the the why you spent forty ETH on it. You don't have to. No, you don't have to spend for those. You get them for nesting. They're your eggs. I'm waiting when when Fat Cats produces actually legitimate premium toilet paper. I can put it in my bathroom. Oh my god! I don't think our new partners have that. Like we'll have to ask them to find us a find a supplier. <laughs> Maybe make sure it's triple ply. That'd be dope, though. You know what? We should really yeah. like that. Would be a dope anniversary gift. Really? Thing. Or we can do yeah. <laughs> I'm not. Never mind. Uh, Hey Dylan, is there has there been any talks as far as the catnip goes, as far as any other uses, like whatsoever, other than whitelist? No, because honestly speaking, until we have things like metaverse platforms where we can give, like basically, basically, Doctor T, 
if, if we were to spend on anything, right, it would be stealing money from our purpose, right? Like a lot of projects are in financial trouble now because they did spend on huge events and huge things. What we, we will certainly try to create use, but we have to wait until we get, you know, other projects. Okay, okay so no, we're, we're open to other uses, oh, yeah, especially yeah, if there's no right. expense to it. Exactly. Okay, okay. Just no, I just want everyone yeah. to keep that in mind because, I mean, like with a little creativity, I'm sure there's something out there, mm. you know, and I'm sure maybe I'll think of something, but if we're all have that in the back of our minds, oh, yeah, absolutely. something might come absolutely. up. The idea is to have it as many, give it as many uses as possible, but not at an expense of the DAO because I never want to exactly. do anything yeah. for this DAO that, that penalizes some and, and, and rewards others. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Like no, that's why we still have fun. Like you said, most people don't. We do. Exactly. Like merchandise, for example, right? Like, you know, we've been very clear with our suppliers and stuff, except for the, the toys, which we had a capital outlay. We've been very clear pretty much that, you know, we want to pre-sale stuff, right? Because we, you know, mm -hmm. we, we don't, we want that the people who want stuff get it, right? And the people who don't really buy things, you know, don't kind of don't get oppressed by the minority, right? Yeah, yeah I get it, I get it. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if, like, just for anyone listening right now, right? If we could just be creative, think of anything, just keep it in the back of your mind. Yeah. It either doesn't cost the DAO any money or be a very minor one-time expense. Yeah, and, and, You know, something that's relatively nothing. I think that, like, there's something out there, I just don't know what it is yet. Sure, yeah, yeah, more utilities coming for sure. And I think a lot of projects, you know, two things are cool. Number one, look, the whitelist marketplace meta is dying because people don't value whitelists as much, right? Because it's a bear market. Exactly. So in other words, exactly. you know, a generative dungeon told me about kind of a tipping system, right? Like you, we've turned on the ability for you to send catnip to each other as yes. tips, but people don't care as much, right? Because again, they don't care about catnip. And then the other thing is, if we're a survivor friends, you can be damn sure that other projects are going to be giving us not just whitelist spots to raffle, but free stuff. Like we've, I'm already about to post you know, three people this week are, give, are giving away fat cats, right? Or we're going to post um, for like a, a raffle or something else. But I think I think free stuff to attract us, especially when different metaverse platforms open, I think we'll be able to have use catnip for freebies and things. Okay, okay. So basically, regardless of the use now, just keep stocking up, right? We'll, yeah, we'll figure yeah, something yeah. Out. And this is why we move more to raffle model too, because people are like, I don't want to... You know, I don't, I don't want to spend catnip on things that might not even make it, right? Like, I'd rather do a raffle. And so, you know, we just we just have to keep rebalancing. But I just don't want to lie to you like some of these. Like, for example, Clementine's Nightmare made their whole bags and promises that their stuff would be amazing, right? Like, their coin would be amazing. But now, as they've run out of money, they're no longer stocking their marketplace. Their prices plummeted. So it's so turned into a nightmare. Who would have thought? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good job. My <laughs> All right. I'm going to call this to a close. Um, but this is fun. That, yeah. this is fun. I'm I'm feeling great. I hope you all are too. Uh, I'm sorry we don't have reports of million dollars we can pay out to all of you like Hydro Whales promises. But you know, oh, did I just do that? Sorry, Hydro Whales. Sorry, but I just don't understand the numbers. I'm not. It's above my pay pay grade to understand those numbers. But in short, uh, we're still here. We're still building. Uh, we still got our health, and uh, hopefully soon we we'll also have some some mutant apes to flip. Okay, bye everyone. Thank you.